Hello and welcome to another edition of The Housing Platform from Platform Housing Group. In this podcast, we're talking with Homes England about their strategic partnerships with housing associations and how that relationship has developed and changed over the last couple of years. Registered providers of affordable housing, like Platform, work with Homes England to provide grant funding for development to meet delivery targets set by the government. On this episode, Sharon Kenny, who's the Assistant Director for Delivery in Affordable Housing from Homes England, is joined by Platform's Director for Land Partnerships and Business Development, Kate Ellison. My name's Rich Hurst, I'm from the communications team, and I sat down to talk to them about the roles and relationships involved. In the next 20 minutes, we'll talk about the advantages of the strategic partnership, why Homes England are visiting more sites that are mid-build, Homes England's recent announcements supporting regeneration opportunities, plus the challenges both sides see coming in the future. I started by getting Sharon to explain the relationship between Homes England and registered providers like Platform. Right, the relationship within Homes England is quite broad. We have a number of different departments um, who have different functions, so their kind of interaction with platform will be in a variety of different ways. So you could talk to our land colleagues, and they would obviously be talking to you about, are you on the framework? Uh, Do you want to get access to any of the sites that obviously come off through the DPD? Um, We uh, support not only RPs, but we support SMEs, we support house builders, we support all sorts in terms of investment. So there's a wide range of interventions and support we can give to the sector. The area I work in is obviously affordable housing. So our focus is on giving platform uh, and other registered providers um, affordable housing grant um, to put into schemes to make them work. So you you can deliver affordable housing uh, at scale and at pace, which is obviously the uh, ambition and the intent of platform. So Kate, from platform's point of view, tell us what Homes England do for them. I think specifically for platform, the strategic partnership has been a big game changer. We're obviously on our second round of strategic partnerships funding now. Um, and I think, obviously, you know, the, the funding helps. 250 plus million is obviously helpful in terms of viability, um, you know, dealing with challenging sites and everything else. But I think it's the long-term nature of that funding mm-hmm. and what that gives us in terms of the long-term financial plan. The surety that gives us, you know, the type of sites we're looking at, the strategic nature of them sites, they are often spanning, you know, um, five to ten years. Mm-hmm. And with that strategic home partnership in place, we can look at long-term, real strategic placemaking sites, um, very recent announcement, regeneration opportunities. Um, and we've got that kind of long-term um, vision of what we can do Um with the surety of that funding. Obviously, we've got to deliver on certain obligations and these certain strategic objectives that we need to meet as a condition of that funding. Um, So how that works is we've essentially got a commitment for that full amount, but then we will draw down on a site-by-site basis. Um, It gives us a lot of flexibility in terms of managing the programme and certainly programme cash flows. We can draw down funding very early in the process, um, which then means... Obviously, we can make sites more viable because we're getting that early interjection in injection of cash, which then reduces the development interest. It also helps in terms of our competitiveness within the market and the terms we can agree to. You know, being able to draw down that grant um, early on in the development process and certainly acquisition stage really helps with our position within the market and viability. 
Don't forget tenure flex as well. Um, okay, go and explain that a bit for yeah. us. So uh, the advantage of a strategic partner is um, they are buying the site early. We're giving them that cash injection up front, which makes a big difference, as you said. Go. And um, you might not know what tenure uh, balance you need on that site. In other words, um, will shared ownership work? Um, which is obviously a home ownership product. Um, do we want to do social rent? Because earlier, early on, it could be two or three years before the actual site actually ends up uh, being built uh, and marketed if, it's, if it is for shared ownership. So being a strategic partner allows the strategic partner to make that decision late on. Um, so you fleet a foot um, in terms of what the market conditions are looking like. If you access through what we call continuous market engagement on a scheme by scheme, your tenure is fixed. Um, arguably, it's more of a short-term firm scheme, but a lot, as we know in this market uh, at the moment, can change within 12 months. So it makes an enormous difference for an organisation to switch to more shared ownership if it makes sense because it's really popular or to move away from it if uh, the market conditions are getting tough. Big difference. Yeah, yeah, and I think that flexibility gives us real resilience in current market conditions. So, for instance, as you say, if we're looking kind of three to four years ahead, who knows what that market will be like at the time we're actually um, bringing, you know, properties for sale, bringing them forward. It means, you know, we can look at the different tenures, assess what the market is at that time. If there was a downturn in shared ownership, then we could be looking at rent to buy as an alternative tenure. That still creates that real mixed tenure community and that sense of place. Um, but it, it helps us mitigate the risks. So... Um Recently, uh, Sharon, you and a couple of colleagues came to see some of our sites. We went to uh, Cookley Works in Dudley and Stallings Place in Kings Winford in the West Midlands. Um, just briefly take us through why it was important that you guys were physically out on site seeing what's going on. This all links to the picture of um, strategic partnerships and that being um, mutually beneficial, hugely beneficial to both us at Homes England and to platform in this case. And what I mean by that is the site visit is almost a good demonstration of how we work together, which is we've got the opportunity and the reality of having worked with platform for five years. We've got another five years. You can get that maturity in there. And now we're coming out of COVID and we can actually go and be face-to-face. -face. The site visit gives us the opportunity to see what delivery is like on the ground, what challenges platform face, what opportunities there are. But in between that richness of conversation comes a lot more, doesn't it, when you're talking face to face. Um, we can start to talk about a much wider discussion about um, how we're getting on, what things are looking like. Um, How's the contractor performing? Because you're not only there to meet platform, you start to see what are the kind of schemes the platform are involved with, who are the contracts or developers they're working with. And, uh, and we have a helicopter view. So I go there and I see platform and I see, you know, a keep moat or a level or whatever. And I go back and I, in my little memory, can uh, think about, okay, platform are operating there. Who else is operating there? How's that working? Um, is that working well? Um, and that helps me in my national job, but it also helps platform in our relationship because I can also two ways say, mm, we're hearing a little bit that, you know, or positive, we could be saying, yeah, Lovells, we have got a really good track record and I can see it's demonstrated here. 
so it, it's similar to what we're or what we expect or oh this is a bit different how are you getting on here you know um it's just the richness i think of the as i keep saying of i think the maturity of the relationship you can develop um when we're having those long-term discussions um and getting out to sight is just the icing on the cake um it makes me jealous a bit we don't actually deliver, do we? We facilitate delivery. So as Kate knows, you sometimes go and think, oh, it's really, really challenging what platform do. And I can see how the team works together and the different roles and functions. And occasionally you go, oh, it's quite nice to deliver. I miss that a little bit. And then yeah. maybe not when yeah. we leave because it's dead hard. <laughs> it is. It's really hard. It is. I don't know what you think anyway, Kate. I think, yeah, likewise, you know, being... Um, land and partnerships we don't get to see kind of sites in progress it's all you know we're all about the legal contracts the site before it started so we're actually just getting out on site and seeing you know what the sites that we've worked on pre-contract look like at contract stage and actually the really high quality of delivery um, that we're securing on these sites um, you know some of them were really um, complex sites, so Cutley Works, the Lovell site we visited, um, really technical challenge, very technical challenge site. Lovells have done a great job. The quality of the site setup and everything else um, was just really good. Mm-hmm. And you get a sense of what we're all about, really, and our purpose. And I think even beyond the site itself, you know, then visits allow you, you know, there was quite a bit of driving on the day, wasn't there, between sites. But it let it allows you to build up a picture of the type of markets we're in and the type of yep. customers that we're yep. providing for. And you know, in some areas where it's a really nice area, how you know the difference that that affordable housing will make. You know, surrounded by in some cases market sites or even part of a market site, with that affordable um, sitting alongside. You know, it's going to make a big difference to people's lives. And, and I was just going to ask, say to you, Sharon, about that idea that I think this was the first time that you'd sort of been out and physically seen. I think everything before were just, well, they were just Teams meetings, Zoom meetings, weren't they, where everybody engaged yes. about what went on. Yes. So how much did that change your perception, increase your perception of, of, of sites, what happens, and, and I suppose where issues come along that, that you wouldn't have, I suppose, physically seen before? Kate hit the nail on the head by saying you go out there and you see actually on the ground what difference platform are making um, to the communities in which we all serve. And um, and that's why I brought along Ruth, who wasn't necessarily in kind of, it wasn't that she wasn't invited. I was there in a different role as a key account manager, but I encouraged obviously Ruth, she had time. Because the point is you actually, you actually see things on the ground. And, and for me, um, it it was what I thought it would be, which is complex delivery, but with a partner who's got the experience um, and the appetite to make things work. Mm-hmm. And what I'm always thinking about when I go out to site is, what else can Homes England be doing to support? It really is because it's so fluid. And when you talk to your, to Lovells in that case and yourselves, we can start to say, okay, that worked well. How would we do it differently again? Mm-hmm. And what would you do differently? And I said, what, 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 what could we do to help you? So they're absolutely invaluable. So um, um, I was really excited about going. It uh, met what I th- my expectations but it means um, I'd like to do some more. That's what it make, makes you want to do. Go and see all the challenging sites and how, how you're approaching that and how you're continuing with uh, the great delivery track record that Platform have. 
okay. Is it like an evolution in the in the relationship between Homes England and, and Platform that this is that these the site visits happening and it's improving that understanding of what of what goes on on the site? And yeah, I think um, you know, as Sharon says, it's about that level of maturity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of the meetings are on team teams and a lot of the conversations are program based. You know, it's about you know time scales. Um, and you know a lot of it's quite transactional i think you know the the benefit of a conversation on site is you know some of the issues that have and complex issues that have resulted in delays or um you know have caused issues that have then meant we've had to have a discussion with homes england you can either talk about them and they become very tangible in terms of okay so this conversation or this site you know there was this issue this is the reason why and you can talk through explain and as Sharon say it's the follow on from that said it's the follow on from that it's okay how do we improve this how do we make this better how do we make this more partnerships focused um, so yeah I think there was lots of conversations of that nature all day and I think you know it's not just about um, you mentioned Sharon your specific part of Homes England but all the different parts of Homes England and what they can bring to the table Sharon, just talk us a little bit about Homes England and the future of, of not just strategic partnerships, but just the relationship with the affordable housing in general. That idea that I think recently has been announced that there's going to be a bit of a focus on regen. How does that affect what people like Platform will deliver? I spend quite a lot of my role thinking about, OK, what can we do next? Um, and then I'm going to roll back a bit. So last year... Um, strategic partnerships were hugely instrumental in telling us that it was bonkers out there, the market, and all what you were facing that then turned into an adult and a grown-up conversation, some of them which were held with our chief exec, Peter Denton, and people like Elizabeth um, Elizabeth and chief execs. The point is listening mode, what else can we do um, to help support? And then my role tends to be at kind of my level Right, how do we take that upwards to the department, to the Secretary of State, to the Housing Minister, to our colleagues in DLUC, and say to them, it is difficult out there, we think this will make a difference. Uh, Flex, extension of time, more grant, changing the tenure, um, all of those things we then translate and have translated them into reality, I think, over the last 6-12 months. And Regen today is a game-changer. We've been working on that behind the scenes like little swans for a year on that. And it still has caveats because it's still linked to additionality, but that's a major um, uh, change of direction for the government to to support that. Um, So we'll be doing more of the same. I think we'll see the next 12 months to two years because we're mid-programme moving into delivery. I think regen will be a slow burner. We'll have some early wins, but we'll start to build up a big picture of the bow wave of regeneration for organisations like Platform in the next programme. Um, And I expect in the next 12 to 18 months, we will be thinking about, okay, particularly in relation to strategic partnerships and the programme beyond 26 what differences, what, how do we want to tweak it, what do we want to change. Uh, the big change in this programme was actually to think about local authorities entering as a strategic partnership, didn't quite get there. I can see the potential of them entering in 
to not only place-based part strategic partnerships, of which there are a number, but moving into a, affordable housing strategic partnerships. Watch this space. Um, we've got for profits in there, so I can see that continuing. So it's what else do we need to do and, and make it flex to go beyond 26? So still a lot of work to do. Okay, what do, what do you think about the the, the, the extra focus on, on regen, on regeneration? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really positive news. I think it's been a long time coming. I think, you know, um, it's impacted, you know, certainly a state-based regeneration for a long time, not having that funding there. And in the meantime, you know, communities have become, um, you know, have suffered because of that. So I think for certainly for platform, it will really just refocus our minds in terms of, again, what we're all about, that core purpose and making sure that, you know, it is community and people-based regeneration. Mm-hmm. As Sharon said, there's the caveat around additionality, but obviously because we've got a big development programme as well, we can start to look at the two things being complementary. So, okay, we've got existing assets, not assets, we've got... (laughs) We've got existing assets and we've got lots of development capacity. How do we bring them two things together to start kind of changing some of these places that are in desperate need of regeneration? And I mean, timing wise, we've just obviously bolstered the the regen team platform now. So, you know, as well as our director, there's a head of two, two project managers who are already getting quite well stuck into a lot of stuff. But it looks like then they've got a busy few years ahead. Yeah, and I think we, yeah, it'll be a real collaboration between, you know, the Lands and Partnerships team and the Regen team, just in terms of making sure, you know, our strategic objectives and priorities are aligned. Mm -hmm. We want to be identifying them places that are kind of core growth areas for us and core Regen areas and making sure they are kind of um, complementing each other. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just driving that kind of place-based Regen which is complementing development um, in the same way. I think it also means, you know, we can really start that refocus on um, some of Brownfield sites as well. There haven't been a focus over the last few years. You know, there's been a lot of focus around the sustainable urban extensions and bringing Greenbelt land forward. Um, with that regen funds and you know we could have taken a different view on some of them sites and looked at much more efficient ways of developing them you know removing existing assets replacing them with um, new schemes but making sure that overall that additionality is um, is driven there just finally let's look look at the future then and uh, Sharon just first off any particular challenges you see on the horizon and ways to uh tackle them or you know appeals you can put out now to say right this is coming let's try and start doing something about it i think can we have any more so i'd like to see a period from here on in where we get a bit of stability mm-hmm. inflation's still high let's get that under control we're obviously not the government and we're not in that but you know i'd like to see a period of two or three years where it starts to get back into a bit more um stable um, you can look ahead a bit more clearly um, and then we can put a foot on our gas to do all the things that Kate's been saying. Mm. So I don't want anything else. <laughs> I want I I want I want boring for a couple of years. Especially uh, being uh, AD for delivery, we just want to see obviously delivery now. And yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, quiet times, pretty please, and busy times, hugely busy times. You could see uh, from what Kate's just said. Um, we've given you a big gauntlet there to to come forward with regen, complementing what you do. So yeah, um, yeah crack on. 
Good. Kay, what do you think about the next the next few years, challenges and what we can do to... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very on a very, very similar note to Sharon. Um, I think you do tend to think, could there be any more challenges? And then you think, oh, we've probably got a general election and a bit of political uncertainty coming over the next few years. I think for me, it would just be about that consistency and stability, exactly as Sharon said. That would be my two main asks. Um, And if we get that, yeah, I'll be able to manage everything else. Maybe a bit more land coming to the market as well. That's my third ask. Um, Very slow at the moment. but yeah, stability. So thanks to Sharon and Kate for joining us and to you for listening. If you don't already, then please make sure you're following or subscribe to the Housing Platform podcast to get updated when we release our next episode. Also, if you want to read more about the organisation, you can head to our website, platformhg.com. Hold up. 